Hello, and welcome to Fine Wine, where I discuss media that may or may not have aged like, well, fine wine, and whine about it. Um, I am the static on your television that props up when there is an EMP going off in the state over. And I have new episodes coming out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Now, today is the second Halloween special. Um, well, Halloween special. So, the week leading up to Halloween and Halloween Day, I'm doing, like, Halloween-themed episodes. First Halloween special was Arsenic and Old Lace, and this episode is the 1959 crime mystery, The Bat. The Bat stars Vincent Price, Agnes Moorhead, and Darla Hood. Um, Now, I love me some Agnes Moorhead. Miss Agnes Moorhead is... Mm, I love her. Love me some Agnes Moorhead. Vincent Price, I'm sort of medium on, but Miss Agnes Moorhead chose this film because I love her. And it's like a thriller that's like the Bat and like what is the Bat, but like a Halloween icon. The bat is literally like Halloween incarnate. It's the bird of Halloween. I know bats aren't really birds, but they both fly, so, you know. Um, So this film was adapted from a 1908 novel by Mary Roberts Reinhardt called The Circular Staircase. Um, And this novel has been adapted a couple of times. And... This is an adaptation of the novel. No, this is an adaptation of the play that was an adaptation of the novel, I think. Um, And yeah. So, Miss Agnes Moorhead takes the leading lady role in this as Miss Cornelia Van Gorder. Um, And Miss Cornelia... She is renting a little summer home. Well, not a little summer home. This summer home is like mm, humongous, gigantimous. Um, And she is renting this home for the summer in a small town with her, um, with her like roommate, not her roommate, but her assistant, um, Miss, Miss Lizzie. So... Yeah, definitely, definitely just, um, boss and assistant. Nothing, nothing going on here. Wonk, wonk, wink, wink. Um, so she's renting this home called The Oaks from this local bank president guy named John Fleming. Um, and this dude, John Fleming, after he has, um, rented out this, his giant house, he is going on a hunting trip with his doctor, as you do. Who doesn't go on, like, a hunting trip with their doctor? And this guy's name is Malcolm Wells. Um, and when they're in the little hunting cabin, um, Mr. John, he says to Wells, Oh yeah, by the way, um, I stole over one million doll hairs in negotiable securities from the bank. Um, LOL. And... Mr. Dr. Malcolm, I will split the money with you if you help me fake my death. Um, 
And it's not just an offer to split the money. He threat Mr. Fleming threatens the doctor as well, saying like, oh yeah, by the way, if you don't do, if you don't help me, I'm going to kill you anyways. Um, so Wells um, ends up shooting the doctor, not just fake killing him, but like actually like kill killing him. Um, I bet, I bet that Mr. Fleming did not see this coming. I mean, why would you say that, especially when you have the things on you, or, well, not on you, but when you give the guy the information, and then, like, I don't know, sort of dumb. Mr. Fleming didn't really think this through. So Mr. Wells gets shot. I mean, Mr. Wells shoots Mr. Fleming and ends up setting the cabin on fire to cover up the murder. Um, and at this time, Miss Cornelia and Lizzie are, like, settling into their little, um, into their not-so-little summer home. Um, and they're just sort of chilling, settling in, getting help from other people to, like, get moved in. But apparently there's been murders going around the town at this moment. Um, now Miss Cornelia, she's a mystery author and she like writes like murder mysteries. So she's like, this house has, has like, is sketchy. Sign me up. I'm going to stay there. And she was like, murders in this town. I love it. I'm going to stay here. Um, so there's like a murderer going around and the murderer's name is the bat. Um, Uh, you know, very, um, threatening sounding, the bat. Um, and the way he does his killings is by using some steel claws on his fingies and ripping out people's throats. Um, how quaint. Um, so Miss Cornelia and Lizzie are sort of like talking about the, talking about the house that they're in, and Miss Lizzie's like, oh yeah, by the way, Miss Corny, um, that's what Lizzie calls Cornelia, Miss Corny, I love it. Um, so Lizzie's like, Miss Corny, by the way, all the servants, except for, um, the driver, have quit and left town because of the murder. <laughs> um, lol. So all they have is the chauffeur with them. Um, and also, Miss Lizzie's like a big fan of Miss Corny's um, novels, and one of the quotes is, when you refer to my books, please don't call me Miss Corny. Um, just imagine that in, like, Agnes Moorhead's voice, so, like, ten bajillion times better than what I just did, but I love it. Um, so, Miss Lizzie and Miss Corny, they are getting ready for their first night in the Oaks, So what do they do? They, like, lock up the house, um, and they're, like, well, yeah, obviously locking it up, um, and while Miss Lizzie is locking it up, um, somebody's hand breaks through one of the windows on the doors and tries to unlock the window like that. Um, now, you know, this is very, like, spooky, you know, obviously you'd be, like, unnerved by your window breaking, also, you'd be even more so if a hand reached through and 
unlocked the window with the hand that just came through the broken window so that they can get in. But the most unnerving part is the yassified nails that this guy has, the Mr. Bat has. Um, so I said earlier that he kills his victims by ripping out the throats with steel claws. Now these claws, um, they are claws, like, um, not like Wolverine, but like nails. They're like long stiletto nails. So who knows? Maybe Mr. Bat is actually just, um, a drag queen or something. (laughs) Um, so Miss Cornelia, after Lizzie's like, hey, babe, the window just was broken and somebody reached through to unlock it. Um, so Miss Corny, she calls the police. She is like, hello, please send some people over. And they're like, sure. Um, but the bat, all he does in this moment is break into the house and then let loose a bat. Um, and Miss Corny and Miss Lizzie are like, Miss yeah, Miss Corny and Miss Lizzie, they're like, okay, let's just go upstairs and lock ourselves in our bedroom because this is sketchy and we should just wait for the popo to arrive. So they do that. Um, and they hide in the room and Miss Corny's like, babe, let's like just stay in here. But um, since this is like an old ass home without air conditioning, they have like the little windows above doors that left that like let through airflow. Um, sort of like in old school buildings, you'd find them. Um, so that thing is like sort of open. And the bat that the bat had let loose in the house flies through that little, um, flies through that little window at the top of the door and flies around the room for a little bit. And then he lands on Miss Lizzie and bites her. Now, Miss Lizzie, she is like freaking out because she thinks that she may have contracted COVID-59. Um, So, Miss Corny calls the doctor, Mr. Wells, to come and, like, help her with the bite and, like, see if she has rabies. Um, she didn't actually worry that she had COVID-59 because, you know, they didn't have diseases back then. (laughs) Or something. And that's a lie. But, Mr. Dr. Wells, he comes over and treats the bite. Um, now, Miss... Not Miss. Mr. Dr. Wells. He is in his little, um, doctor, doctor room. His little laboratory. Laboratory. Um, and he is doing some experimentation on none other than bats. Um, and a police guy, um, Lieutenant Andy Anderson, a very generic name, is watching Mr. Wells do experience experiments on the bats um but when wells is like getting the call from miss from miss um corny to treat lizzie um and leaves this lieutenant guy he breaks into the lab and like searches it like that's not sketchy at all breaking in without a warrant um hello so mr mr guy mr doctor He gets to the Oaks and he is treating Miss Lizzie's wound and gets the bat out of the closet that Miss Corny and Lizzie had trapped the bat in. Um, Now, 
Mr. Lieutenant guy, he comes over to the house afterwards and he says that they'll have the house watched over by like officers for the rest of the night. Um, so rest of the night happens. Um, next day, Miss, Miss Corny is visited by the doctor guy, a woman named Dale Bailey and another woman named Judy Hollander. Um, now, Miss Dale, her husband, it was a clerk that worked at the bank. And Miss Dale, she's like pretty girl. She is pretty girl. Her husband's pretty guy. They're like top notch, like work. Um, um, same with Judy. Judy's pretty, I think. Um, so the problem is, is that Miss Dale's husband, Victor, he is the prime suspect for the securities theft. Um, because he's been flamed, he's been, um, framed by the bank president, Fleming, who's now dead, but nobody knows he's dead yet. Well, no, I think they do know he, that he's dead, but they don't know that he's been murdered. Um, and so Miss Judy, she works at the bank and she's like serving as a witness in, to defend him. Cause she is like, Victor is the kind of guy that would do this, um, so while Mr. Andy Anderson, Lieutenant, is going to visit Mark Fleming, who is the nephew of Mr. Dead John Fleming, um, he's also the heir. Um, Miss Corny, she calls, she calls Mr. Anderson and is like, "Hey, dude, there might have been like since like this is Fleming's house. What if?" there are blueprints to this house because apparently it's like built with a bunch of like hidden passageways. Um, so they're like, do you have the blueprints for this house? Hmm. Maybe. Um, but, um, Mr. Dude, Mr. Mark and Mr. Anderson are like, Hmm, we don't have those, unfortunately. Um, but then they're like, maybe they're still in this house. So, Miss Dale, she's, like, telling Miss Corny, by the way, I'll help you look for them later. Um, now, Miss Corny, she has been putting in the work. Um, she's gotten a bunch of new employees for the house and promoted the one guy that was, that stayed with them, the driver chauffeur guy, and has given him a promotion to be the head butler of the estate for the moment. Now, Miss Corny, Judy, and Dale, they are having, um, some dinner together. And while they're having dinner, this dude, Mr. Mark Fleming, he heard the call earlier that there were blueprints for the house and that there were secret hiding places possibly in the house if they could find the blueprints. So Mr. Mark, he sneaks into the house on his own and tries to find those blueprints. Um, but while they're, like, doing so, um, Mr. Ma- Mr. Man, he gets got. Um, the bat gets him got. He takes the blueprints, and Mr. Mr. Lieutenant and Mr. Doctor, Mr. Doctor is also the local coroner, they come to the house and they're like, oh my god, why is there another dead body? But Mr. Lieutenant Anderson, he is like, 
asking the women and the butler warner butler warner warner is sort of hot um he's probably questioning the warner warner butler because of this because he's hot um and anderson is like you guys should like lock yourselves in the room for the rest of the night because it's probably dangerous because you just had a murder in your house like babe wouldn't you like get them out of there and put them up in a hotel so that you can investigate the crime scene um i guess not um, and Mr. Anderson's, he's like, I'll stay here. I'll keep watch for the bat. Um, now, hello. These girlies, they're just having a grand old time. They're having, like, sleepover, but, like, murder mystery sleepover. Except, instead of, like, just being a murder mystery themed sleepover, they're, like, actual murders. Hmm. Maybe not as fun as I, as I'm making it out to be but oh well you know they're having a gay old time so mm, we have mr anderson watching the house but mr anderson he wanders off behind the house with a flashlight and warner follows him at this point um at this point i see warner's full face and i'm like hmm, he's not that hot anymore um and oh well but he follows him. But since now both Warner and Lieutenant Anderson are out of the house, the bat comes in. And what does the bat do? He cuts the phone line. And when he goes up, he goes up to the third floor because now he has like the blueprints and he knows that there's a secret room up there. So he starts like making a hole into the walls. But our girlies, Miss Dale and hot, hot girl Judy, they hear these noises and they're like, hmm, I know the police guy said that we should stay in our rooms just in case the bat guy came back. And there was also a murder in this house, so it's not that secure. Um, but we should definitely go investigate. Um, so they do that. And while they're doing this, Mr. Bat kills Miss Judy with his yassified nails and runs away. Um, now Mr. Anderson, he comes back back and says oh yeah by the way i saw that there was a man in the woods now i feel real bad for miss judy because she was the prettiest well aside from agnes but judy she was like hot girl summer hot girl no not hot girl not hot girl summer she was hot girl halloween hot girl horror but she's dead now which is unfortunate um but now Mr. Anderson, he comes back from the woods and he goes to Warner and he's like, you must be the killer because you're also, you were also a suspect, um, for a robbery in Chicago. Um, but Mr. Warner, he's like, nah, dude, um, I was acquitted for that. And so now the doctor guy comes to the house and the doctor's like, oh my God, my car, um, has like broken down and I was like nearby. How weird is that? That's such a coincidence. Um, so now Mr. Anderson is like, hmm, that's suspicious. Um, but also what a babe, like so much suspicion, like going around here. Um, so now we have Miss, um, Corny going to investigate the room where the bat was chiseling and while she was like while she's looking at it she's like knocking on the walls and like 
being like, oh my god, there's a room behind here. And she accidentally traps herself after opening the room and is like, oh my god. Um, while she trapped herself in the room, she like starts hyperventilating because she's running out of oxygen. Because somehow the that room is like airtight, so nothing is permeating it. So she's like running out of air. Um, but she's like banging on the walls and like, somebody help me. And she is luckily saved by Miss Lizzie and Mr. Davenport, who was an officer that was given the orders to watch over the house that night. Um, so now we cut to the bat, Mr. Bat Dude, coming to Mr. Wells' laboratory. Um, now, Mr. Wells, he was prepared for this. So he pulls out a gun and is like, hey, bat, you are sort of dumb, aren't you? Um... And, like, just sort of taunts him. Um, and Mr. Wells, he seems to know who the bat is as well. Um, so, Mr. Wells is like, oh, I know where the money is. Um, you don't. So then he shoots the bat. And the bat is dead. Um, so, well, no. He doesn't shoot the bat and the bat is dead. The bat lives after being shot. But he's, like, injured. But he pretends to be dead. And while he's on the ground, Mr. Wells, like, goes to, like, finish him off. But, um, the bat ends up retaliating and kills Mr. Wells. Um, so the bat lives. The bat lives. Um, and the bat is like, okay, what should I do? I should just leave a fake suicide note here. So he writes a suicide note, but then also puts, like, I was the bat, so that everybody thinks that Mr. Wells was the bat, which also makes sense for, like, some logic reasons, because, like, Mr. Wells was, like, experimenting on bats, so, like, okay. Um, so the bat returns to Miss Corny's house, the Oaks, and he makes a- f he sets fire to the rain. He sets the garage on fire, but Miss Corny sees this, and she's like, I've done this a few times in my mystery books. Um, this is clearly a distraction. So, she gets herself, Miss Dale, Lizzie, and Davenport to hide. Um, and they are like, we're gonna wait for the bat and, like, jump out on him. We're gonna jump him. Um, so they're hiding in the secret room, and... They're, well, they're hiding in the secret room, and the other, and they're also hiding outside the door, um, in the room where the bat's gonna go. So they're like, we know where he wants to go. We're gonna like do a pincer maneuver on him. Um, so, Mister Bat, he is in the room now, chiseling away again, but he's wearing a mask, and he's jump. They're like, they jump out at him, and it's like, whoo, girly. Um, so. He's like, oh shit, um, what do I do? But Mr. M Mr. Davenport, he has a gun. Um, so he is like, hmm, you know, sort of like dangerous. But, surprise, the bat now has a gun. He says goodbye to those steel yassified claws and shoots Davenport instead of Davenport shooting him. Um, probably picked up the gun from Wells, um... Wells was sort of a dumb bitch, so I guess he sort of deserved it. But, um, 
Warner, he shows up because he was like hearing the commotion from downstairs and he picks up the gun and shoots the bat um, because the bat was about to kill Miss Lizzie, Miss Corny, and Dale and probably finish off Mr. Davenport as well. Um, so Mr. Warner, he shoots the bat. He goes up to the bat again and shoots him again. Um, and Miss Corny, she goes up to the um, the dead bat and she turns him around and takes off the mask. And who is the bat? Mr. and Mr. Lieutenant Andy Anderson. What? Okay. Um, so Miss Corny, she's like, wow. No matter how clever you are, you can't hide murder. Um, and she's like, he probably wanted the money. Um, because he's also, he was also one of the first guys that was like, um, that like reported the money, the bank securities to be like stolen. Um, so Miss Corny's like, hmm, okay. So he was motivated by the, by the over a million dollars. Um, I thought the bat reveal was sort of, um, hmm, underwhelming. I mean, the rest of the movie is, like, amazing. Miss Agnes Moorhead does a great job. Um, the other characters do a great job. Um, Lizzie is a homegirl. Um, sort of wanted her to end up with Miss Corny because they are, like, girl bosses that should be together. I made a ship name for them, which is Liznelia or Sizzy. That's so bad. Um, but yeah, they're like girl bosses that ran the movie. Again, sad Judy died because she was pretty. Um, the rest of these dudes, like, hmm. yeah, pretty fun film. I didn't really expect, I didn't suspect who the murderer was until the end. I totally thought that the doctor was going to be the murderer when he pulled up to the house and was like, my car broke down and I was in the area. Like that was totally like, that's suspicious. But no, he was not the bat. So I was actually pretty glad when I saw him be killed by the bat. Because then I was like, wait, wait a minute. Then who's the bat? Hmm. So the bat reveal was actually surprising. Um, it was like, it's a good film. You should definitely watch it if you have the time. It's 80 minutes, so like an hour and 20 minutes. Um, very enjoyable. Agnes Moorhead never misses. Um, and yeah, that is this Halloween, the second Halloween special of 2022. Um, be sure to check out the first one if you haven't already, which is on Arsenic and Old Lace. Um, and stay tuned for the last two Halloween specials on Friday and Monday. Um, and also stay tuned for the rest of the episodes that are going to be coming up after the Halloween specials. Um, because I want people to suffer through these bad movies with me. Well, not necessarily bad movies, but I want people to appreciate the art. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for listening and I'll wind to you next time. <laughs>